0: Welcome to the Who Asked Me podcast, a podcast about whatever I want it to be about. I'm your host, Zell, and every week I'll be talking to you about pop culture, reality TV, all the things in your life that made you happy, and some of them that even made you go, what? So sit back, relax, and have a laugh with me. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Who Asked Me podcast. Of course, I am Zell, and I am joined by a very special guest, somebody I have been waiting to record with, Miss Caraberry. Hi, thank you so much for having me. I am so excited to have you here. I love your takes, um, especially because they're not always the same as mine. Mm -hmm. And I always see a different side. Like when you touched on the whole like, quote unquote, respectability po- politics. Um Like when me, what Mia was talking about with why would you not hit up Peter? Uh, uh-huh. I was like, I didn't even think about that part because obviously I was so concerned with the drink throw and everything else. Uh, right, Not that- <laughs> I care about the respectability politics in that part. But I was like, you know what? Black folks do love to say, how are you not going to hit me up? Are you going to walk in a room and not say hi? Things like that. Yep. So,
1: yep. and Peter's uh, old. We need to recognize that.
0: <laughs> listen, I still stay. I, he is, and he is messy, but I still stand by like Atlanta. Maybe I didn't know Peter had anything in Miami. I don't keep up You're with right. Peter though. I do right. not keep up with Peter though. So when Kara's here today, we have so much to talk about. I feel like the internet has been ablaze this week, personally. Of course, we're going to recap the shows, but to first things first, a non-reality TV show that we are going to talk about. We finally had the White Lotus finale and, yeah. ooh, <laughs> you know, some people were saying it's it was kind of anticlimactic and I kind of agree with that and I kind of don't care. Where, where were you at with this season as a whole? Um, I'm with you. I, I feel mm. like... <sighs>
1: One, I think there's like this excitement that comes around like a new season of a new show and everybody's like, holy shit, what is this? It's a new concept and everybody's like hype about it. And then you get to the second season and you have all these high expectations and maybe that doesn't happen. And maybe it's like a little bit of a slower burn than the first season, but Mm -hmm. I still liked it. I still quite enjoyed it. I thought it was great.
0: I liked it a lot. I'm going to be honest with you. I liked it way, way, way more than the first season.
1: Yeah, the first I that.
0: when I and I I just watched the first season about a month ago. Um mm-hmm. I'm not gonna say I wasn't a fan of the first season. I think that because I was reading something and um it said that the first season was more so focused on like privilege and right. you know, those of Like all all the different levels of privilege, you know, when it came to Sydney Sweeney's character, she obviously had Mm -hmm. privilege, but since she stood up and had, you know, friends of color and stuff, she thought she was ahead of the bill. However, she wasn't X, Y, Z. I can tell you, I think it's because I was in the restaurant business for so long that all of those different dynamics just drove me crazy. Everyone was great at playing their character, especially the guy who, you know, the guest who um, ended up killing the manager at the end. But oh my Mm -hmm. God. I was I would turn that episode like those shows off the first season and be so pissed because being a restaurant manager, I had to deal with people just like him. Right. <laughs> like he's so, he's such a good and complicated character because yes. he's such
1: like a privileged preppy dickhead. But mm-hmm. like technically he wasn't wrong. He was being gaslit about that room, but he, he was, was so unlikable. <laughs> he, he
0: was. Yeah. You know, the funniest thing is like, I, again, as a restaurant manager, I have done things like that before to people where I'm like, I am fully gaslighting you in my mind. It's for good reason. But (laughs) however, it's like, yeah, I mean, the guest is not always right. But you know, what's funny about the first season is I ended up being more pissed off at his wife yeah at the end of everything. When she showed up at the airport, I was like, are you fucking kidding me <laughs> I was like you're you're kidding you're kidding slap me in the face you're kidding but I enjoyed the yeah. second season way better who was your favorite character from this second season oh I mean definitely
1: Tanya Tanya is just such a a light Jennifer Coolidge's character she's just so funny and the way they gave her free range to just do like these little things that are mm-hmm. just like so her and so like the character that she created I she's she really cracks me up
0: I am really sad she's not going to be in the third season however yeah. I'm I'm excited to see where it takes us because we I was not And this is spoilers if you have not watched it you've had a almost a week now if you're listening, yeah. depending on yeah. when you're listening to this if it's you over. have not watched it you've passed you know that grace period but when she fell off the boat I was oh. like she's going to get up. It's fine. I was like, Great. I was not convinced. I was like, <laughs> oh no, no, she's fine. And then it's going to be somebody else. But then Great. when, it, when it faded away, I was like, oh my God. Oh my God. Yeah, like, Yeah, Are we sure? Are we positive?
1: There's no way she can come back from this. Yeah, I know. It hurts me.
0: Yeah. And the funniest. I hate to see her go. the funniest thing was I tweeted, I was live tweeting while watching it. I tweeted, "Oh my God, Tanya, you need to get the fuck off this boat." And somebody (laughs) we didn't read like an hour later and said, "This did not age well." I was like, "You know what? You're right. It did not."
1: (laughs) Not that you get what you you got to be careful what you wish for. Yeah,
0: I was. Yeah, I was like, "Oh, you know what? It really didn't." I completely forgot I said that. Um, and then the breakout stars, of course, everybody could not stop talking about. You know, the Aubrey Plaza, Theo James. Megan Mm, Fahey mm -hmm. and then that other guy um Ethan's characters I live always loved Megan Fahey um she used to be in the show that I loved but I thought that she was perfect as Daphne oh are you a bold type girl I I was a bold type girl I loved that show but you know I was listening to her on a podcast she auditioned for the first season she auditioned to be the wife of the yeah i was yeah, like you
1: listen to las culturistas i heard that yes right? yeah yes um
0: yeah that's so interesting i think
1: that i've been looking for usually in the winters i look for like something i can watch and binge because i'm not much of a drama person but i think mm-hmm. the bold type might be calling to me so oh I'm have you never seen that. it no no oh
0: you know it's it's a light Show it's I don't want to call it light because I I like the way that they handle situations and conversations. It was never too deep there to where I had to like uh, unpack. Mm -hmm. But I think when it came to like friendships and I mean it was really like a more modern day sex in the city. And oh uh, but on freeform and not as raunchy. I if they were to if they were to take it to a HBO or something like that, I feel like it could do really well. Um yeah. I I love you. I think you should check it out. Yeah. If if HBO
1: exists past the next couple of weeks, my, for sure.
0: (laughs) Oh my gosh. I, Um, (laughs) we can't even dig into all that because we do have to touch on the Megan and Harry of it all. If you've been living under a rock and don't know, Megan and Harry's Netflix special has been coming out or has been coming out, has come out the first part. And then today, the second part came out like Mm -hmm. today as in Thursday when me and Kara are recording. Listen, I have not watched all of it yet just because it is so taxing. And I don't, I don't want to say I don't have a dog in the race. I don't really, but I I don't care that much. I'm not that invested. Mm -hmm. Um, I like to learn things. However, it's completely separate for me. People have gotten their knickers in a bunch as the british say Uh, yeah to put
1: it lightly yeah Yeah. people are really they have such strong opinions and like personally i'm kind of with you like i don't really have that big of an opinion on megan or harry Mm -hmm. but i Find the whole situation fascinating. And Mm -hmm. I also find the level of hateration in this particular dancery to just be off the charts.
0: Yes. And
1: it doesn't make any sense to me. And the thing that I think people, (laughs) Bethany, seem to want to (laughs) latch onto is this idea that, oh, they're seeking fame that they claim that they didn't want. But they've been very clear to me that they were fine with going on with the whole Royal thing. They were Uh fine with the fame. They were fine with the attention. They just didn't like the racism and they didn't like that. They weren't being protected. Uh And so,
0: uh, yeah, that seems pretty simple to me. Exactly. So here's my thing with that. I feel like people are either conveniently forgetting or maybe (laughs) I don't know what it is. I can't put my finger on it. Um, harry i feel like people aren't really tapping into the fact of that princess diana is harry's mother okay i know people Mm -hmm. know that but i i feel like they're not remembering and again whether it's conveniently or you know just unintentionally what happened to princess diana princess diana was not happy with charles in in the um palace either okay right So and harry saw harry was not a baby When his parents divorced, he was not a baby when his mother passed away. He has seen things. And much like the rest of us, even though they are royals, you see things growing up that you don't want to repeat in your life.
1: He's a human. Okay. Go ahead. Yeah. I saw a really great TikTok where a girl was like, I've been noticing a lot of hypocrisy of people who love Princess Diana, but don't Mm -hmm. like Megan. And what they're not realizing is that if Princess Diana lived now, y'all wouldn't like her either thank you like her just like like you wouldn't like the fact that she's trying to like she's doing the basically the same thing that megan is doing now um like dismantling the system y'all wouldn't have fucked with her but like Mm -hmm. suddenly through this like weird 90s past because we weren't there y'all act like she is like the greatest woman which she is but like you're not giving megan the same grace for basically doing the
0: same things. Well, I exactly. And I agree. I completely agree with you. But I also think that like to the fact that she, she has passed away. the woman is gone yeah. and she died so tragically. You know right. what I mean? That was one of the big tragedies of the nineties and of the whole of, of the Royal family in general in our lifetime. You know what I mean? So right. since Diana has passed away, and as we know, when people pass away, people tend to put them on a, you know, higher pedestal. And I'm like, mm-hmm. you guys are forgetting Diana asked for not only did she ask for a divorce multiple times from Charles, she gave an interview, she went rogue and gave an interview yeah. and the palace was not happy about it, right? They were pissed right. off about it. Okay, so like, right. all of this comparison or all of the, the lack of comparison rather, to Diana and Megan, it's just blowing my mind. And again, I really feel like if if Harry were to have married like a Taylor Swift and they did this, I do not think mm-hmm. that the conversation would be the same. And when I point that out to people, they get so mad. And I'm like, I'm I'm just yeah. saying, okay, people are calling Megan a liar. All right. They're mm-hmm. saying that, you know, she, they, they wanted privacy, but they're always in the press. And I made a TikTok um that has, you know, gotten a lot of comments and somebody pointed out, made a very good point. She goes, they are not, going out of their way to be in the press. They gave the Oprah interview and then Netflix. This is only two things. It's not their fault that the press keeps writing about them. I said, girl, you are right. You are so right. Right, yeah. Like you're yeah. correct. They're not calling, and listen, let me be very clear. Like I said, online, if Netflix calls me to tell the same story I've already told, baby, I'm gonna tell it. I'm gonna I'm gonna tell it, okay? Thank you, Thank you. I'm, <laughs> Thank you very much. Yeah, I'm gonna tell it as long as the check clears. I'm like, all right, well, y'all right. saw the interview. Y'all saw the interview over there. If you want me to tell again over here about the check, got the check, okay? <laughs> I just don't- I, I
1: can expand a little bit.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> absolutely. And you know, the, I, I, can't, I just cannot wrap my mind about it because, you know, people are like, oh, well, like Kate does this, Kate does that. You guys don't, Kate's not hopping on Instagram. Kate's not getting on no. a live being like, ugh, William is on my last nerve right now. She's not relating right. to you either. None of these people have one, tried to relate to anybody else or two, want to. Okay. Right. I, if, if the thing, if I've had minimal things happen to me, like they have had happen to them. If mm-hmm. I want to tell my story, I'm going to tell it. Everybody has that right. You also have the right to skip right past it. I all, I find it so funny yep. that the people that don't like, uh, Megan, cause I'm not going to say don't like Megan and Harry, they don't like Megan. The people who declaim to not like her, can't stand her. They can still tell me every single thing that she said.
1: <laughs> yeah. There's a, a good tweet. that's like, y'all are like Barkle Sparkles. Y'all watch everything that she does. You know, everything. you watching her mm-hmm. and hating every time. And like, but y'all are her, really her biggest fans. Yeah. It's getting bad behavior. Like truly.
0: <laughs> it it really is. I just, I cannot wrap my head around. And it honestly does not matter what big revelation comes next who says what anything it does not matter the people who cannot stand her are going to be like she put a hex on him she put a hex on him that's why he's saying this he would never it's like no harry has let's think about harry before megan he was always wild and out if y'all don't Mm -hmm. remember he was naked on like a not a roof but like at the pool or whatever in vegas he's always been the wild party boy He's never really right. followed the palace rules because he knew he was never gonna be king.
1: Right. So, right. so
0: yeah, on our trip then, like for real. For real. Yeah, it's, and when when Americans get super involved in it, I'm like, y'all know that's not just clean, right? I'm like, y'all know, <laughs> y'all know we actually fought to not be a part of this. Y'all, right. <laughs> y'all know we fought to we not be a part of this. We don't
1: even go there. <laughs> all right. right like what was the point fourth
0: of july hello hello <laughs> and it's uh, the same people the same people that are like right. america 1776 that are like fuck megan markle you want to be in britain's right. business now that now you're right. okay that's crazy that's why it's real crazy
1: <laughs>
0: oh okay and the on the uh, oh excuse me the only other thing that i felt compelled to talk about because i just have no clue what is going on i found myself asking is this a real picture have you seen that photo of katie holmes Ugh.
1: yeah day one of my vacation i'm like i left america for six hours what is going on what is this why I- does she look like me
0: in sixth grade I was, okay, I need to talk about the optics of it because I know we used to do the dress over the jeans and like, I loved that trend when I was in sixth grade. Okay, loved it. It it, It really was. It was so freaking cute. Did it make sense? No, no, none whatsoever, but it was so freaking (laughs) cute. My issue with the outfit is that even if you placed it in 2002, it still wouldn't be done right because that dress, the dress- right. What? What was it? The denim? <laughs> the <laughs> denim was okay. Was, that was probably the best part of the whole thing.
1: It was the shoes for me. Yes. Like the Karen, <laughs> Karen, you look like you're about to walk around. Those are the <laughs> shoes that she wearing.
0: Like. <laughs> no, what, but we're doing we're, Girl, That's Karen's we're walking shoes. <laughs> yep. <laughs> that was my I mean, thing. I said she looks like she's about to go run. She looks like she's okay. ready for prom. A day of walking into casual night out all in one.
1: She, yeah, she went to homecoming with, spent the night at her boyfriend's house, took his jeans and his shoes and was like, well, I gotta go. It's too cold out. I gotta wear something else.
0: I was so confused. And I follow this girl on TikTok that used to be a stylist in New York, I guess, or at like a Bergdorf or something. And she says that she used to shop with her. And she said, I completely understood when I saw this, she said because day to day when she would just come into shop, she would have on some kooky ass outfits. Mm, and I, I was like, it. is this what Katie Holmes is okay? Hey, the woman survived Tom Cruise. Okay. That's I don't true. <laughs> she can do whatever she wants. I like Katie Holmes. I love an unproblematic white woman and she is one of those for me. She's at like at the top of my list with Reese Witherspoon. Okay.
1: <laughs> I-, I feel you. I've never seen Katie in person but I have seen Surrey. Oh really? And this was uh yeah, this was a few years ago. Suri was maybe I don't know, like eleven, ten or eleven. Very tall, very tall for her age, but also in one of those like oh, I can't remember the name of this brand, but they make uh clothing for kids that are like like old school style they're like long sack dresses mm-hmm. with the like stitching on top and I thought this is really young for an 11 year old <laughs> for, for a five foot four tall 11 year old this is a lot of look like she's giving Eloise at the plaza and so I am like okay I'm seeing where the fashion mistakes are happening here it makes sense to me too.
0: I, you know what? I, th- I can't remember the last, now that you say that, I can't remember the last time I saw a picture of Suri, but I remember the last time I saw a picture of Suri, I said, God damn, Katie said, copy and paste
1: <laughs> for real, for real.
0: <laughs> they look just alike. I just, I, I still cannot believe that picture exists And at the, what was it? The I I, something for iHeartRadio. I was like, in the, I okay, so. actually my other thing about that was the hair and the makeup she really looked like she got out of bed Mm -hmm. and was like guys I think I want to go to this thing I think I'm just gonna go like I'm I'm just gonna go and her team was probably like let me me call somebody for you she was like no no no, I got it I got it she rubbed some bb cream on and like brushed her hair and was like okay I'm gonna go bye I'm gonna call my uber not even an uber black just my uber Okay, I'm let's all good. I'm just gonna hop in the back of this Honda and have a good time. Yep. No, really, <laughs> it's probably had the best time, honestly. <laughs> but... All right, let's get into the recaps of the shows. Now, starting right. with Salt Lake City, oh okay. my gosh. I physically, audibly <clears throat> cringed and said what the fuck so many times during this episode mm-hmm. of Salt Lake City. Okay. If you're not a new listener, or if you're a newer listener uh, of mine, you know that this is generally the time I jump the Salt Lake City ship. We've had three seasons, every season, I jump off in the middle because I'm like, I don't want to be here anymore. You're not doing it for me. What needs to be done, but whatever. I'm trying to stick it out for my listeners so I can be a part of the conversation, but it's driving me crazy. It really is because none of these women really know what they're talking about.
1: Yeah, I'm finding myself being equally fatigued and usually I can stick through it, but this episode especially was just, oh,
0: it was Uh a lot. Yeah, I I am not going to lie to you. I disassociated through the whole entire first part of (laughs) this episode. I was like, I I, I couldn't tell you. I tapped back in when I heard Jen say what she said and I was like, are you fucking kidding me?
1: right I was just like
0: the woman knows no bounds okay I'm not I'm not here to say whether or not that happened or not that's not you know my prerogatory my issue is how she said it to Mm -hmm. get her out of the conversation and then what she said Mm -hmm. at the end okay it's like oh what do I have to actually have to do it so you guys feel bad and I was like yo what the hell
1: what yeah that's That's a lot to put on the situation and on people and on your friends, allegedly. (laughs) Like, that's just it's, and like this week especially Mm of all weeks, like to have this episode happen when we're having such a conversation about suicide awareness. It's like. Mm -hmm i ugh, ugh, ugh. it's just one of those things where it's like once somebody puts that on the table you can't really say anything there's right. no coming back from that you can't really have a constructive conversation mm-hmm. and jen knows that and she yep. has a history of doing this mm-hmm. with uh you know her son's race and her husband's race and other situations and it's just like not cool <laughs> like, it's it's not, it's not, cool, not at all but it's also like, It puts people in such a bad situation where you can't say anything and it's not fair.
0: Yeah, and as long as I've waited for somebody to shut Whitney Rose the fuck up, this is not how I wanted it to happen. That's not how right. I want to see Whitney Rose, like uh, 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 with Jen throwing that in somebody's face. Because, like, when she right. was like, I'm not going to talk about it, I was like, okay, that's completely fine with me, Jen. Like, once they got to the Maryland dinner afterwards, I was like, all right, fine. Mm-hmm. But then she was like, oh no, you want to know? Because you want to poke and prod? You want to poke about? I was like, no, 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 please, please stop. Right. Stop, stop, stop. Okay. And the other thing is, Shaw Exposed was going after Lisa. I understand that right. they they used the name but the account was going after Lisa. I can't right. again. I'm not going to sit here and say like it just it was so icky especially after everything we found out yesterday um you know with the death of Steven Twitch like it's just I was just like I was so pissed off that mm-hmm. she and but the, that's my thing about Salt Lake City. Jen does that often. Whitney has been not with suicide but with her trauma. I hate right. when you are talking to somebody about an issue with you two, mm-hmm. and then they throw the trauma boomerang, and it's like, okay, I guess I can't say anything else now.
1: Right. <laughs> okay, right.
0: it's like it's it's not fair. It's really it's not. not fair because with Whitney's, she has tried to relate it to ev- almost every single thing that mm-hmm. she's that has gone down this season, and I'm just like, you're you're about to work my last goddamn nerves with that.
1: Yeah, she's seeing every interaction through her past trauma. And it's, again, not constructive. It's not going to get anybody anywhere. It just shuts down the conversation and it's not fair. Mm -hmm. Like, everybody wants to be sensitive to what's going on. But we cannot carry the responsibility of what happened to you as a child. Like, Mm -hmm. it's just, there's
0: no connection yeah I'm I mean I really feel like this season as a whole is just like one big rat race and they've all lost control yeah. and they can't remember the storylines that they wanted to play out and so that's why we're seeing what we're seeing because to like this hot tub scene that keeps getting one replayed and two brought up I'm just like, <laughs> why don't we just, why didn't we just see it happen hello
1: like all we're seeing is, is the flashbacks of the situation. Why didn't we just see it happen play out like originally? I,
0: yeah, because I I at this point, I don't know what Whitney wants Heather to say because I'm I'm a big fan of how did we get here? If Heather mm-hmm. would have told Whitney, yeah, I remember hearing Angie K say that or Angie H say that, we wouldn't even be here. Right. Whitney would have never said this is a problem with Heather and I's friendship. She she wouldn't have said any of that. So I think that's my biggest problem is that because Heather didn't say, Yeah, I remember that. Now Whitney is like, Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Whitney has a lot of nerve, a lot Mm -hmm. of like so many nerves. I cannot even count all of them (laughs) because one, the the way she is the first person to throw out the term gaslighting while gaslighting Mm -hmm. everybody else, you just gaslit Meredith. You told her that she told her, Oh, you came to my house that day knowing when you walked in, you knew your vibes were right. off. And she goes, when I walked in, you asked me to help you with the dishes. No, your vibes <laughs> are off because you knew we were going to talk about something. No, my vibes are off because when I go to somebody's home, I don't expect them to t- ask me to help them with the dishes. Right.
1: To, do, to, to unload your, your dishwasher. I your, left my house unload- so I didn't have
0: to do this. Right.
1: <laughs> I was like... Job.
0: I was just like, and the the thing that's killing me is like I and I've said this about Lisa Barlow before. The funniest thing to me about Lisa Barlow is that on the internet and with the fandom, Lisa is super, super, super popular. Mm-hmm. Within that friend group, she's not. You no, know, within the group, she doesn't really have any allies because she burned the bridge with Meredith. Okay. Whether okay, I think yep. Meredith should be letting it go or not, whatever, she she did still burn the bridge. It would be very unrealistic for them to be buddy buddy right now. And they're not. I don't think they're going right. to be. And right. I think that Whitney, she you can only see her like trying to self-produce. Whitney knows that in the group, Lisa is not the most popular, but with the fans. Mm-hmm. Lisa is everybody wants to be team baby gorgeous. That's why to me. That's why Whitney has attached herself to Lisa. Mm, yeah? Yeah. I, that's I mean, just what I see. Yeah, that makes that would make
1: sense. Um, yeah, I everybody is just like yeah it's just like a rat race and I feel like Meredith kind of jumps in there and like slurs something and then she kind of jumps out and that's about (laughs) it when
0: Meredith walked in for the into the kitchen for the um Marilyn Monroe party I was like this woman (laughs) she is constantly the best way to describe that lady is disengaged because she was just like hi hi (laughs) I feel very strongly that Meredith
1: is the owner of the last possession of Quaaludes yes. that the world possesses and she uses them liberally. And yes. this is what we're seeing. Yeah. I,
0: I and am God bless her. wholeheartedly in agreement with you <laughs> because I'm sorry. I find Meredith to be so funny when she is just very. like sitting there and you can see her disengaging. Cause I'm like, that lady has gotta be high as a, fucking kind and god bless her for it like let's let's turn it up a notch i i really can't and i just i'm interested to see i'm very confused though because on twitter i could have sworn andy already asked us for questions like a couple weeks ago Mm -hmm. for the salt lake city reunion and then he did again did you see that yeah yeah now that you mention it i do think he did ask twice yeah i was like why is he asking for these again did he lose the first ones I'm not going to re-submit my question. I'm not right, and because we're gonna get somebody's gonna get to it. Everybody else asked it. I don't care if my name's said on, on TV or not. Exactly. But my question stands. Lisa says, Whitney, "Me and Whitney already talked about the fact that she talked about me years ago." Okay, so how how do you feel now that you see it wasn't right. years ago? You see, it was right. not years ago. Like Meredith or not, you cannot deny that she did not start that conversation.
1: She did not. And yeah, the fact that Lisa's using this, well, she told me the difficult truth or whatever she said instead of like an easy lie. Like, okay, but she was still talking about you. Like, just because she admitted it doesn't make it any better because she did start the
0: conversation. Exactly. And she, well, she also lied about the timeline. It wasn't a few years ago, it was a couple weeks ago, babes okay and I'm just again (laughs) I don't think that Lisa is going to be and I remember Whitney said like either last year or the year before like she was like I want to be friends with Lisa I think Whitney has always wanted to be friends with Lisa and this is how she took it so that's why when Heather was like you want to crawl up Lisa's asshole go ahead I was like yep because I think Whitney has always wanted to crawl up Lisa's ass yep get good and comfortable I, I really do because Whitney, this was, I had to write this down. I rewound it and I wrote it down. Whitney says, I'm sorry. I, when somebody, once somebody is convinced that you don't listen to them, you could sit there and not say anything and just literally mm-hmm. be eye contact, engaged with them listening. And they're still going to think you don't listen to me. So right. that's why I'm just like, I don't know what Whitney wants from Heather because what Whitney says was she brings up the trauma. Then Heather says, I'm sorry about what's happening to you. And then Whitney says, it's not about what happened to me. Whitney dr- keeps throwing the trauma boomerang. You're telling me this happened to me. My trauma, my trauma, my trauma. You, I want you to listen to me. Okay, I'm listening to you. I'm sorry that happened to you. It's not about that. Then what the fuck is it about? Right. <laughs> like, what the, what what is it about? What is it about? She's like, you got physical with me. You were marching around that home in your panties, yeah. drunk as a in goddamn skunk, screaming. Yeah. Screaming in my face, fuck me because I didn't, let calling me a liar. No, 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 no. You don't get to approach me. Listen, I would not be charging Heather Gay. <laughs> <laughs> no. I would not be charging Heather Gay. She tossed her ass <laughs> out of the way and like I was ragdoll, she really it, did. It, it, I was like, oop. <laughs>
1: I I was like, that's what you get. Like, don't get in people's faces if you don't want to be relocated. That's all
0: I'm saying. (laughs) Well, and Heather was consistently walking away from her. Like, stop, stop, stop. And what I want to point out about that too, that people seem to forget when Winnie and Heather were getting ready at the beginning of that episode, before everything went down, she told Heather what she was going to say. And she said, do you think I should say that? And Heather goes, I don't know what you're talking about, Winnie." And she goes, no, I don't think you should say that. I think that you should table that for now. Right. So why yeah. the fuck I mean, if my friend tells me I don't think you should say this and I think you should table it for now I'm not gonna be shocked when they're not like Yeah, girl, get it Yep, yeah. yep yeah. She was very specific like this was
1: a trip for Jen Why are we going to be bringing up drama with other stuff that has nothing to do with it We don't need to start this now We can do this any other time But not here in this 1995 home in Arizona Like and and Whitney chose not to do that. So sorry. Yeah, if you missed an ally in that, then it
0: is what it is. Thumbs the breaks, kid. I don't know. Ian. Ian Heather's told her to her face when it was just those two. She goes, "I don't know what you're talking about." She said that. She said, "I don't remember." Yep. She said, "I don't remember her saying that." So like, yep. if my friend tells me she don't, that, if I tell my friend I don't remember getting in front of the group and screaming it, that's not gonna make me remember, girl. Right. <laughs> like that's not going to make me remember. I just, I I can't keep having this conversation because Whitney and Heather are both right. One of them is like, mm-hmm. oh, we're fine. We're totally fine. Which is true when every time they get together, they're not avoiding each other. Heather is still trying to get right. Whitney's shoes from falling into the ocean. Okay. She's mm-hmm. trying to just move on whether or not you agree with her trying to, you know, the way she's moved on or not. She's trying, she's still pleasant. And then Whitney's right. It does always end up in an argument. However, Whitney's trying to make it seem like every time we're around each other, we just kind of avoid each other and don't say a word. No, y'all be playing the niceties.
1: Right. Yeah. Like, (laughs) yep. And the
0: fact that she expected Whitney to pick up on the
1: fact that she was had decided to take a break from her or whatever, like, girl you can't be like see i i'm not speaking to her she hasn't even noticed like that's not fair to
0: heather if you tell and that's like because people on twitter were like oh heather's screaming fuck whitney i would be screaming that too if you've told everybody <laughs> else that we're taking a fucking friendship break oh right. but me and then when i say like i act, act like i knew act like that's a conversation we had bitch fuck you don't get away from me i'm not fucking i'm yeah. really not fucking with you now like right no Yep. No, I don't appreciate mm-hmm. the editors trying to make it seem like Jen knocked Heather out. The bitch fell down, <laughs> but she she definitely fell. We don't
1: really. I heard that we don't really get a resolution or an answer to what happened, which is very frustrating because it was pretty heavily featured in the trailer. And now it's like a cliffhanger. So I need some answers.
0: She fell. She fell down those stairs. (laughs) I know because I've been drunk and fallen, okay? I've never (laughs) given myself a black eye at all. But as soon as I saw those scrapes on her arms, I said, oh yeah, mama fell. Okay. (laughs) Mama (laughs) fell. 21 year old me recognizes those scrapes. (laughs) You know Uh, what you're looking at. Oh yeah. Oh, I'm ready for this season to be over. I, I can't keep doing this, but again, I'm continuing to do it. Moving on to family mm. karma. <laughs> mm-hmm. mm. Now listen, I tried to go in with open an open mind and say I was going to listen to Rishi, and then as soon as he started mm-hmm. talking, I said, "Never mind. No, the fuck I'm not Boy. because I know you're not going to make me seem like I don't know a liar. I know a goddamn liar."
1: Right? He is so, and the reasoning is so goofy, like oh you just got i mean you got scared like of what you should that's so it's so fraudulent it's so whack it's so lame that he and brian decided to do bro code over respecting both of their relationships to monica
0: yeah and i'm not like, a monica like, fan Yeah, (laughs) I'm not a Monica fan, but it's, it's fucked up all around. I just don't, the thing that's irritating me is Brian getting a lot of heat for this. Like it should never be more than okay, Brian, you know, where your loyalty is supposed to lie. Yes. Okay. Boom. Because Brian didn't say that he just repeated it. All right. And Mm -hmm. it's not like Amrit told him one-on-one and was like, Hey bro, this is what I heard. Don't Amrit told him at brunch. Listen, If things are set at brunch, depending on what type of brunch, a party brunch, I cannot be, don't get mad at me for repeating it. Okay. Mm -hmm. If you announce it to the group and and the mimosas are flowing and you don't specifically say, do not repeat this at all, baby, I'm going to repeat it if it's some tea. I'm going to repeat it if it's some tea. I blame Vishal.
1: I blame Vishal for everything. He's such a chatty patty. He was insistent that Amrit um, come out with this rumor um, at the brunch. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, everything kind of fell apart from there. But like everybody kind of failed Monica ultimately. Yeah, And the yeah. fact that like it doesn't make any sense where Rish would be like, oh, I just heard Brian just called me today and I didn't I didn't know anything yes. until today. Like,
0: bro, come on. And that's the thing when Rish finally like, oh. I, I do have to tell you, I lied pretty much what he's saying is he lied because he didn't know that you knew the truth, Monica. He lied right. because he thought you didn't know the truth. That in itself counts as two lies. That's going to count as two I, I, lies. I you I lied agree. because you I thought totally. I didn't know.
1: Yeah. Which so you does think not I'm,
0: make me feel any better. <laughs> no, you think I'm extra dumb. And then you're trying to tell me it's everyone else's fault because no one told you that somebody had told me.
1: Right, she was I was like, to
0: know. and that is lame. That sucks. Like, and that Monica, I just, I was screaming, Monica, be for real. He just be admitted to. Not only did he admit to lying, he admitted to lying because he thought you didn't know. Again, yeah. two lies there, two, two lies. and I. I also feel like Rich really tries
1: to get off on this like oh I'm so young blah 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 you're like 18 months younger than Monica like yeah. calm down this is not some May December romance happening between uh-huh. you guys <laughs> like, thank you you should be equally as ready and if you're not let her go Mm -hmm. and it doesn't seem like he's ready and he keeps dangling this carrot of oh we can move in but not to this apartment because Mm. it's too small and I'm going to find something blah 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 you keep moving the goalposts, and it just seems like
0: you don't really want to be with her so let her go because he's scared of commitment. And I did, I had to find, I had to do some digging. I looked on both of their Instagrams. It doesn't look like they're together anymore. Good. Thank goodness. Because <laughs> I couldn't, I couldn't keep doing it. I would never, ever send a message, but I was close to being like, Monica, listen to me. I've had a right. lot of experiences with liars, the best right. of the best liars, the, the top tier gas lighters. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> follow my lead because I can't do this much longer. It was so frustrating. Then we get to see more of the breakdown with Vishal and Risha in his drinking. I'm not going to lie. I I'm not team Vishal. Like you said, I'm generally everything's Vishal's fault. It did break my heart to see just because I've seen a lot of friends of mine deal with alcoholism and, you know, deciding to be sober. It's not easy. And those friends don't even have Crohn's. Okay. Right. Right. It hurt my heart for him to like, say like, I feel like I'm not interesting. I feel like I'm like, I have to be. So my, here's my, my breakdown. We, we do eventually get there with Risha. It's just when she's getting on him, I do need her to realize, and she does that. Like the, you have to realize the environment in which you met, because I had to like, have a come to Jesus moment about like this with me and my husband, we met very much. So in a party setting, we knew Mm -hmm. each other socially going out, getting drunk, things like that. Then when we started dating, Generally, men have a harder time reeling it back in because they're like, "Well, you knew me when I was like this, so you know what right. I do." You know, and I get that from Vishal. But as his partner, you and she does say, like, I, "I have no problem being sober with you." Like, you have to know when to dial it back as well. He cannot do it alone. And same thing for Amrit. Um, Am- mm-hmm. Amrit is starting to get on my bad side because telling he's like, "Oh, I'm your I'm your biggest ally, Vishal. I'm your biggest ally. Yes, you have been." It throughout his entire life, however, this is new territory. Deciding to be sober, and yeah. Amrit, you give him drinks and then tell his wife, right? So, yeah. what?
1: What?
0: You're not yeah, being and an he, ally there.
1: Yeah, and Amrit also said a couple episodes ago, like I feel like if this was really that serious to Richa, then she should stop drinking with Vishal. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been noticing, like really since the first episode of the season, that Vishal keeps having this commentary of like if i don't drink then i'm not the party and people aren't going to have as fun without me and blah 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 and that's like really dangerous and sad because it's clearly tied to his Mm self-esteem um that he feels like people aren't going to enjoy him sober like that sucks that he feels that way Mm -hmm. um their relationship kind of reminds me of tom and katie from vanderthal where like she's trying to push him to be something that maybe he's not or he's not ready to be and but they keep chugging along in this relationship when they Mm -hmm. probably shouldn't and they they have more things and bigger things to address before continuing on with their relationship like I don't really think they need to be together period whether or Mm -hmm. not Vishal has a drinking problem or not
0: (laughs) I don't I, I agree with you I don't think so either I was like there. The, it just broke my heart. Obviously they've been together a long time. They have a lot of love for one another, but mm-hmm. that doesn't always translate into being in love into being great partners. Now, right. I think that, uh, Risha would be fine. Risha would be fine without Vishal. I don't know if Vishal would be fine without Risha.
1: Yeah. But yeah, I mean, and that's, that's an issue. That's another uh-huh. issue It's like, if you can't be fine with
0: on your own, what are you entering into a not legal marriage for? <laughs> you know. Okay, listen. That's one thing that's about to drive me crazy because as somebody who just obtained a marriage license and went over the rules, I'm so tempted to look at their uh, public uh, Florida public records. You only have like 30 days so t- to t- yeah, sign that yeah. and send it back. If you don't, right. you have to go get it, go to the courthouse and get a new one. So, right. what, <clears throat> Risha, You had the wedding. Either way, you're not going to have to like legally file for divorce, but it's going to be a divorce either way. It's going to be a big deal for you. So please stop playing and sign them damn papers. send it to the courthouse for the expiration date. Right. <laughs> Cause you're good. It's going to be, as far as you know, as far as everybody else is concerned, you are married. Okay. Exactly. And like,
1: girl, let's maybe pull back a little bit and think of how it sounds when you say, I'm not going to sign this marriage license unless he can get his drinking in order. And you've got a ticking clock to get this signed legally. Like that's bad. That's not a good dynamic that you're starting out. It's not good. Like that shouldn't be. There really shouldn't be an ultimatum right. for you to
0: sign the thing, and that should not be the reason why. That's a bad reason. Listen, and you are so you made that great comparison to Tom and Katie because Katie used to love her ultimatums, and my heart mm-hmm. does break for Katie because I, I've I will rewatch Vanderpump Rules until like season nine, eight, nine until the mm-hmm. like until my last day. I yeah. that show early <laughs> on, whoo golden age i can't believe people are actually comparing southern hospitality to it but that's a different conversation (laughs) i my heart breaks and that's why i see for vishal and risha maybe not though because of their culture you know what i mean that's not it's not really an option for them Mm -hmm. Uh, i mean it is but they it's not something that they you know enter into lightly not that tom and katie entered it lightly either but i just i'm just like risha i don't i think my, this is my thing. Rasha has always had Crohn's. Okay. Since he was a, since as far as uh, Risha has known him, he's always had, pronouns. right? And he's also always drank. So right. you just now started to like have this issue because he didn't spend the night with you on the wedding night, right? Like that's where right. I'm like, and I like Risha, but I'm just like, girl, you're losing me, you're losing me here. I got you, but you also losing me, right? Yeah. She,
1: She's not handling things correctly either. Mm-hmm. Like it's the yelling at him during the wedding festivities. Like only one drink, only one drink. Like that's not healthy. It's not a healthy dynamic to have. Mm-hmm. It's just, yeah, they really got to figure out that they're, you know, she, much like Katie, sees the potential, mm-hmm. but we can't be
0: riding high forever on potential here. No, like no, no, no. Uh, potential going to run out and like, yeah, potential is for when you first meet. Okay. Right. It, it really is. Potential <laughs> is for when you first meet and uh, there are guidelines to potential baby. Mm-hmm. Like, Come on now. Yep. <laughs> we're not going to ride that potential wave until we're 99 because you're just letting yourself down.
1: Exactly. You, exactly. you,
0: you're setting yourself up for failure. Okay. I, uh, I miss, I miss Anisha. Okay. I need her.
1: I know.
0: I really think she, she but I go yeah. ahead.
1: I really, really like her. She's such a light. And I like, I'm bummed that she's over in Arizona because she really brings some levity to the whole show.
0: Oh, she really does. Yeah. I love a a common sense girly. I really Mm -hmm. do. Because even though she is not, her and Monica are not fans of each other. Right. Okay. She still was like, mm, y'all bogus for that. Anyways, I got to go check into the flight. So bye. Right. <laughs> she was like, like, no, you know, but we don't like each other, but I would just like the record to reflect that this is wrong. Anyway, see ya. <laughs> I am so, well, I am really glad that she did not tell Monica because I did not, I can't do another Anisha versus Monica because first of all, I'm I'm team Anisha no matter what. For like sure, I, I'm I'm gonna be Team Anisha, and we don't need to add to Monica getting on my nerves anymore. We we the that bucket is full. It's to the tippy top. Yeah,
1: I'm with you. I'm with it you. It's to
0: the tippy top. Huh. Oh, now let's go over to Potomac. Now this right. was the filler episode we all needed to recoup. Definitely, we are officially in the middle of the season. A lot has happened on the front end. I feel like we still have a good amount on the back end, but maybe not as much, Mm -hmm. but so Candace has graduated. She has two degrees. It's not four degrees, but it's still on the way to four. It's cute. It's (laughs) cute. Cute. cute, Okay. (laughs) It's cute. I will say the one thing that irritated me most about this episode was the lack of context when it came to Candace talking to Karen and Robin. Because there's some responsibility that needs to happen. That conversation with Candace and Robin, I was like, no, 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 no. And I understand Robin was dealing with some things, but baby, maybe we should have taken a sick day then. Mm -hmm. Maybe we should have taken a sick day.
1: Yeah, I agree. I agree.
0: That's, I feel like Robin's getting away with a lot when it comes to like on the season and then outside of it. Because like when the whole fight happened and she did the interview, she was like, oh, I was saying I didn't want um, Wendy to do something she regretted. And it was like, that's literally not what you were doing. Um, no. Okay. That's a lie. And then with this, no, 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 no. We're going to talk about the fact that I praised you in that live. And I don't know really? what Florida bug crawled up your ass and ate when it came to Candace, but she really did pull that issue with her out of nowhere. You're mad at me because I don't want to have a problem with Wendy. And like uh, like I said last week, I do think that Robin is smart enough to realize, I think she realized when she saw Candace crying the day after after she arrived and the day after the drink throw happened, I think Robin realized that she was about to look like an asshole.
1: Mm Mm-hmm i so think she, she
0: correct of course correct yeah i think she realized no i think she leaned into it she was like fuck i'm about to look like an asshole so she tried to create an issue oh. with candace
1: <laughs> yeah like she's trying to create with wendy i just keep feeling like am i missing something with robin and wendy but i don't think i am i think robin no you're was, not is like building up fake drama for no reason
0: listen robin caught a stray bullet Last year when it came to the Wendy Giselle of an Ashley, Ashley of it all. Okay. She caught a stray bullet because she fails to keep her mouth shut. And Robin does this thing with it. Like she's like half in half out. Like she doesn't want to be a part of it, but then she does want to be a part of it. And it's like, Robin, that's where, and if you have not listened to me before, Robin is an Aries and so am I. So mm-hmm. in real life, like if you take the cameras away from Robin, I do understand like her like demeanor. However, I'm not on reality TV. You know what I mean? Right. So that's why like that, like, like little side comment stuff and kind of just being that I, that's fine for off to the side when I'm not trying to, I'm not forcing storylines. And sometimes it hasn't been fine for me. Okay. Mm-hmm. I have had friends get into it before and I'm like, Ooh, y'all think got my nerves. Like, I don't want to say and it's like, they come to me and they're like, no, what your girl did was fucked up. And I'm like, you know, you're right. You're right. It's fucked up. Robin's not going to say that anything Giselle did was fucked up. Never. It that's what drives me wild, bonkers. Yeah, yeah.
1: bonkers. It's, it's, it and and like the fact that, like, in the beginning of the episode, Giselle was like, Oh, I heard you and Wendy made up, mm-hmm. and Robin had to be like, Oh, yeah, like, and, and roll her eyes and be like, Oh, yeah, like, Wendy's so lame. And It's like, No, you were equal parts of that, too. Like, you, you were, and the fact that she just can't be honest with Giselle because of whatever, like. That, alliance they have with each other is whack I think it's so lame
0: well and, and I agree One the thing with both of them is once you insult they both have like trauma concerning their marriages mm. and one those are soft spots Why? For what do you both. mean what happened what happened <laughs> <laughs> I think I've said this before I think that when it comes to Giselle I think that she thinks like okay I was the first lady of the church I was hugely embarrassed I'm right. with a pastor. So anything else? The, so I think she thinks like all these bitches can handle it because I was embarrassed before. Well, Giselle, when that happened, you weren't on a show, right? Right. Also, we're not, it didn't take place largely on the internet that right. you you missed all that. I think in her mind, she thinks like, oh, I done been through all this, been publicly embarrassed with Jamal Bryant. I They can, <laughs> these bitches can handle it. And then with Robin, Juan is her soft spot. Like, right. she's a very, she is very loyal to him. That's her kid's yeah. father. Like, she, d- and listen, Aries to Aries, we just like to be comfortable, okay? I'm not, I, <laughs> I, I under, I don't, no, I don't understand getting divorced. I would never, I'm married now. I'm never getting married again. I'm mm-hmm. never doing that again. <laughs> but she, we like to be comfortable, okay? And I think that there's a, another layer because her parents took him in. Yeah. Like, it, they that is her that is her Achilles heel, and so right. when you say he couldn't stop cheating on her, that's one blow to the face. And then they lost all the money, and then there are always, always, always rumors about him cheating on her. So this, to this day, to this to very this day, hour, yes, yeah, <laughs> to this very minute, there are always rumors. So when you when people saw it, like to throw that boomerang at her, like oh Juan, don't give a fuck about you, it hurts her deeper than people know. So when she caught the (laughs) straight bullet from Wendy, like, oh, imagine being with a man who don't give a fuck about you, which I literally still thought that she was talking to Giselle when she said that. (laughs) Like I I really did. Whatever she was talking to Robin. Robin, you weren't just sitting there like eating the charcuterie board. You were drunk off to the side, making slick ass comments. And then you also had brought the rumors to Wendy herself and said, hey girl, just want to make sure that you like know that these are there. So I get the betrayal from the feeling of betrayal from Wendy. I really do. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean. And yeah. but and again, Aries to Aries. Once we are committed to not liking somebody, that's I'm committed. I'm in it. it. I don't yep. like you. Every breath you take <laughs> pisses me off. I don't care if you told me I look pretty today, bitch. You're wrong. Okay. That's right. because you're wrong. <laughs> like yeah. she she commits to that so hard. And what another thing we can't stand is when people want to like that have pissed us off want to be the bit like bigger person. I'm using air quotes there and say like, Oh, Hey, and be mature. Bitch, get away from me. Mm So don't don't (laughs) be mature with me. No. Okay. That's Robin's problem. It just doesn't translate well to reality TV.
1: It does not. Nope. (laughs)
0: <laughs> and the fact that she could not leave her friend's side. It really pissed me off last week when she was like, Oh, I or even when she told Candace this week, I had your back with the Christian. Yes, because that's really fucked up, Robin. What your exactly. friend is doing. Don't do your, you. and it, it your friendship really is conditional. Yeah,
1: she's using this as like a transactional thing, like, oh, I scratched your back and you should scratch mine. But no, like you should be on Candace's side because Chris was not doing anything like Giselle was wrong and so if that was so conditional then just don't even bother like
0: why that's icky to me exactly that's what I said too (laughs) I was like the thing that pisses me off most and like listen I I really didn't think about this until somebody said it because I I mean Candace is a crier in the first place but mm-hmm. then somebody was like, well, she's also on hormones because they're trying to freeze the eggs. Yep. I said, that's why she keeps crying even more so than usual. Than usual, yep. <laughs> Yeah. I was like, oh, I'm so glad we got to the bottom of that. Cause I was like, Candace, come on now. <laughs> we need to stick it to them. And again, I'm probably not going to, I don't know. It depends. If you ask me to sit down, we are going to talk about the topic at hand. Um, Mm -hmm. And if you're not in the space to do so, then don't come sit down with me. I just hated that she kept getting off with shit. Even with Wendy, when, when Wendy was like, do you have something you want to say to me? She's like, I did already apologize. Okay. Well, let's walk that back a little bit. Robin, when did you apologize? Not in front of the group, not in front of the cameras, but you just told Wendy, why are you so willing to have a conversation with me? Not in front of the group, Robin, be for real. You're different. In front of everybody else, and it when you are just us, that's why. Like Wendy could
1: have thrown that right back to her. Hello, like (laughs) easy.
0: I was like, y'all, y'all really letting this lady get off with this? Mm -hmm. I cannot wait for Andrew to ask us for the questions for the (laughs) Potomac (laughs) reunion, even though I feel like he's probably not going to. Right, (laughs) Potomac Twitter is in shambles. Oh,
1: it is a wreck. It is a a wreck.
0: It's in shambles. I'm scared he's going to be postponing the reunion just because everybody's like he needs to bring somebody else in. He needs to, mm-hmm. you know, da And honestly, Andy and Bravo did that to themselves bringing Nicki Minaj in last year. Correct. You shouldn't have never done that, and people wouldn't be asking for it, right?
1: Because now we know that there are options, and we want them.
0: Yeah, <laughs> and people want them for a good reason to have a black woman talk about the dynamics with colorism on there, like. That's a good reason. That's a better reason than having Nicki Minaj come be petty with all of these women. A thousand percent. <laughs> Hello? Like, especially at the height of with her in the middle of a fucking scandal back then. Yeah. Yep. I was just like, huh. And then Karen. So Karen is getting ready for her live show. Karen is continuing to be a good friend. However, I do feel like Miami put a battery in Karen's back because she, Thank she didn't. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank God. Okay. Because I need you to do some Kern. I need you to do something. (laughs) I'm ready for it. Ashley is still fake crying over Michael, which at this point, I love when Ashley cries without no tears because it's like, girl, get that settlement check. Get it. Yeah, I don't know what game
1: she's playing, but it's a game. I can't quite make heads or tails of it, but you can't say, oh, me and Michael got into a screaming match to mm-hmm. where our toddler child was screaming to stop, but I don't want to move away from this man. Mm-hmm. Why not? How is, why? Like, yeah, well, which- That's one of the best reasons too. Yeah, it seems like an excellent reason. to. The second reason it. being Luke.
0: <laughs> Thank you. Hello. <laughs> I'm, I don't, I still don't know what to make of that because I'm like, do I feel like Luke would enter like a fake pr relationship with ashley i don't know i don't know because luke
1: is (sighs) luke despite being very attractive still doesn't have like sexy sexual he doesn't have game he just doesn't have game and that's
0: strange don't you do you know what i find funny the luke we see now is completely different than the luke that we were introduced introduced to and i'm using uh-huh. air quotes there because i don't know i'm like trying to i have been thinking it's been heavy on my mind lately whether luke exuded that like i'm a bad boy like player type or if hannah helped us him. exude uh-huh. it. you know what i mean right yeah like i'm like i'm like did luke ever show us that or did hannah make us push that narrative and then we always believed it and then he had to bring sierra into the house because they needed a black person in 2020 and (laughs) then that's what happened i'm so fucking tired of acting like that's not what happened that's what happened i'm not doubting that they dated but like well i mean but where where does she come from i mean the two two have they don't interact with each other i find it so fucking bizarre very i found it bizarre in 2020 that quarantine year at in summer house because after the don't text me after nine o'clock those two barely interact it, exactly. and he <laughs> bought her into the house like and like i love rachel
1: but it also like we're just bringing our florist from our wedding the last minute florist from a wedding into our winter house like that's okay like i like her
0: but okay the only reason i know what's going on i did watch one episode because the I needed to see what every what the fuck everybody was talking about with that Jess girl, um, mm, and like mm-hmm. the whole Lindsay thing. Yeah. But uh, the only reason I know is because Emily. And then when I listen to your Winter House episodes, I mm-hmm. I can't I cannot keep watching this because the Lindsay. Actually, I want to break this down with you really quick since you do watch Winter House. The Lindsay hate it's gone too far.
1: It's weird. It's so weird. But I keep kind of. Tre- keep trying to keep this in the context of like uh summer house is being aired while they're on the show mm-hmm. and these are the episodes where Lindsay and, and austin are making out so it's uh you know everybody's kind of operating from there but the fact that like Lindsay's there is like okay somebody else has to have a conversation with me about something i've done or didn't do like okay
0: but yes and it is weird <laughs> it is weird and like for the love of god move on. Sierra, right. if it wasn't Lindsay, it was going to be somebody else with Austin. It mm-hmm. really was. Y'all are yeah. not friends. I th- Lindsay, Sierra, Paige, they're not organically friends. Those are not people that would, Lindsay would not hang out with them Never. in general, take the cameras yeah. away or not. Lindsay yeah. is a person. Has she done? Y- y'all know I'm a hub house stand. Okay. Has she done things that are like, bitch, what the fuck? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, She also takes it on the chin when she does embarrassing things and she does wrong shit a little bit better than anybody else because something that's irritating the shit out of me and has always irritated the shit out of me with Paige and all of them is like, you're not a girl's girl. You're not a girl's girl, blah, blah, blah. First of all, everybody's still trying to get back at Lindsay for something. Amanda's trying to get back at her about the whole um Kyle cheats on you thing. Paige is Mm -hmm. trying to get back at her about the bring telling her about Kristen Cavalier, which girl you didn't want to know that your Eskimo sisters with Kristen Cavalier. Okay, sure. Sierra's trying to get back at her about Austin. I'm like, y'all got it. Y'all seem really petty, but don't say you're just not a girl's girl. And then at the end of the episode, Sierra, you're saying we're bring the dizzy bitch here. Bring your fucking basic ass girlfriend here. We'll run circles around her. Sierra. That's not a girl's girl either. Right. Olivia didn't have anything to do with this. You're mad at Austin and you should be
1: he disrespects her at every turn so thoroughly and so openly and so unabashedly and he seems to take great enjoyment out of like torturing this woman and never the like here we are still like i don't understand sierra at all she's very confusing to me
0: very i understand her i just don't (laughs) i have I think Sierra is a gorgeous woman. She's young. Yeah. She has the world is at her oyster. Um, but what I'll say (laughs) is I can still very much so see the Georgia pretty girl working Uh in Sierra when she interacts with especially Austin.
1: Very, very that.
0: I can I can see it. And I'll leave that my feelings on Sierra there. (laughs)
1: listen I mean listen I didn't grow up too far away from Cobb County so I I see it too I, mm-hmm. I, I remember you like, saying
0: that yeah yep <laughs> I just it's I'm like are we I because at this point Summer House used to be like one of my favorite shows but I'm like are we gonna keep this is target public enemy number one energy into the summer because even yeah. when when Paige was yelling at Austin and she was like I'm like I don't watch this show. (laughs) Breaking it down, Uh, but she's yelling at Austin. She says, "You didn't have this energy for Lindsay," and I'm like, "Oh my god, the girl is she's gone. She's gone. You make it seem like y'all had an agreement, like go fucking hard on her."
1: Yeah, yeah, it's go hard on
0: her. I'm like, "Are y'all okay?" And And you're they're eating out the palm of her hand now because Lindsay's not reacting like she usually reacts.
1: Right. Yep. Because she's no longer being activated anymore.
0: She is Zen Hub. Hey, if I had, if I ended up with Carl, I probably would stay calm too. Zen House. Yep. She wanted to, be, and I mean, it is like a fairy tale for her. She's wanted to be with him forever. Yeah,
1: she did. She did. I don't see it for them,
0: but like I'm happy for
1: them, I guess.
0: I listen. <laughs> I, I found myself engaged in an argument online with somebody because I was like, you just need to say you don't like Lindsay. Somebody was like, Carl has always been so sweet and innocent. I said, lady, you have not watched this show. I said, you haven't (laughs) watched this show. You have not watched this television program as long as the rest of us. Right, just say that I had. I was was talking to somebody at a party about this too. They were like, Carl's so sweet, he's always been. I was like, You you didn't watch his show because if you saw the way he interacted with Jules, you would not say that. First five seasons, we had we're a menace like
1: 7.0 at this point, and he only got good about six and a half.
0: (laughs) Yeah, uh, Carl was a menace,
1: a tall,
0: hot menace, but a menace, Uh, right? Right, okay, like almost he was like on the territory of being a loser but oh yeah he was hot (laughs) yeah like the whole um
1: storyline between he and page where he was not hitting her up during the week while they were in the city but only trying to fuck her on the weekends and he was like i I don't understand why my no effort isn't working on her (laughs) yeah
0: yeah and i'm not even a big page fan but like i was like girl don't mm -mm, don't kiss him right don't touch him all right i was speaking of page i don't i can't do too much giggly squad content but um some a reel popped up and it was like one of those like who's so who's the most loyal who's the craziest and it was like whose ex-boyfriend is the ugliest and both her and hannah poured into her cup i was like i know we're not talking about perry can't be can't be I'm
1: remembering the, a couple of the guys that Hannah brought to the house and Hello? not thinking that either of them were
0: that cute. Hannah's type is not my type. Let's just say that. Except yeah. for ex- I mean, I think Luke is attractive, but I probably would never touch that man. Like I, no. Luke does things that I'm like, oh my God, you're so annoying.
1: but He's objectively hot, but he's not he my is guy. No.
0: Because no. he doesn't, I can tell he doesn't know how to end a conversation. Right. Like, uh, and that if you talk to me too long, I will. Fuck <laughs> it doesn't matter if you look like Morris fucking Chestnut. I'll be like, no, you can't shut the fuck up.
1: <laughs> right. And that's really rule number one with the man don't talk.
0: The, hello? <laughs> it's b- the less words, the best. Yep. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the less words, the best. I mean, it's just if you have to follow one rule, guys, just do that one. Oh, Kara, thank you so much for coming on thank and you. recording. Can you please can you please tell the people where they can find you?
1: Yeah, you can listen to my podcast, Everyone's Business But Mine, everywhere you listen to podcasts. I also have a Patreon at patreoncom podcast I'll be recapping uh, the second half of the Marion Hagen. Nope. (laughs) (laughs) I do that too. I do that all the
0: time.
1: (laughs) That didn't sound right. Harry and (laughs) Meghan Netflix documentary. It'll be up uh, next week. New episodes every Wednesday.
0: it's something about those two names that like always interchange (laughs) them oh my gosh! I thought I was the only person who did that Uh, (laughs) and you guys already know where you can find me over on instagram the podcast page who asked me podcast if you want to follow my personal page it is zell's life s-e-l-l-e-s-l-i-f-e that is the same for my tiktok where I am talking everything reality tv and pop culture over there as well we will talk to y'all later